I was able to rest in grace by leaning on this theoretical principle, right, of response time that you and I don't have instantaneous capacity. You and I don't build our life around being able to instantly clean 24-7 until the job's done. We don't want to design our life to be like that in the first place. I wanted to start off this episode by saying, if I haven't said it before, that we at Ready and Rested sometimes are not ready and rested. But this is a journey that we're going on. Aspirational terms. And I like to think of them as grounding, grounding values that can help direct our steps. Grounding values. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm currently standing on this episode. Um, we're having some cable issues. And so this is how uh, there will be no buzz. So I'm I'm just gingerly like standing in an awkward position staring at Melly right now. And I'm just going to look outside at a tree. This is weird. <laughs> I like to think of it as servant leadership. It could be me swaying awkwardly. Yeah, I don't know why I'm, I, I don't really need to sway right now. There's, there's no reason for this way. <laughs> I think once you have kids, you just find yourself swaying at odd moments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those oh, sleepless man. nights train it into you. Yep. Okay. Uh, so what, what, uh, Melly's been coming up with some, uh, some fire ideas the last few episodes. Um, and she came to me with one that it didn't sound like much of it. It, it, it sounded like she was talking about work stuff again, but it really in is in disguise as a awesome uh, topic. I have a strength of connectedness. Like that's one of the strength finders. And so connectedness as in like, I can see how everything is connected. Like there's not, com- I don't comp- compartmentalize my life. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to bear with me. Some of it is educating. Matt will be my education, but if you guys aren't aware of the term, and then I'll get into why I find it meaningful in my in the past two weeks. So, um, Matt, are you familiar with total supply chain response time? Nope. Okay. So this is the this is an industry trade term. If folks don't know, I do work in log- uh, logistics um, area of a consumer goods company. And this is the time it takes to rebalance the entire supply chain after determining a change in market demand. Um, They mentioned market demand, but it could be any kind of disruption. So certainly folks saw that, make sure my mics, folks saw that with um, COVID. So when toilet papers were flying off the shelves, that was a big Mm. market demand change. Mm -hmm. That then how long does it take for toilet paper, for them to restock the shelves with toilet paper? would be part of that supply chain response time. Um, Similarly, because of COVID and illnesses, people would have disruptions in the supply of materials to then make those said products. So as a consumers, I think the world's pretty, became really familiar with the supply chain issues, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So the response time is like from the moment of impact, you know, you might have two days of disruption how long does it take you to be fully recovered 
as if the incident didn't occur. Am I, you yeah. with me there? Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah. And so when we measure out our capacity versus our requirements, so capacity is what we're capable of producing mm-hmm. versus what's mm-hmm. what we need to produce. How much something can hold. Yes. Yeah. Or like output, your throughput yeah. on the lines. Yeah. And um, because we want to be profitable, right? We don't always have idle equipment sitting around just in case, right? So there's a way we try and measure, have the right enough buffer in the system so we can produce more, mm-hmm. but we're not wasting people's times having shifts just sit idle, like not doing stuff, people or equipment. Yeah. Okay. So those are some things that can constrain your supply chain when you have that said material back and running. So there's times where it might be just two days that you're unable to produce, but because of your capacity to demand ratio, what you're able to surge up, your increase, mm-hmm. is only so much. You can't do infinite more in one day, yeah. right? And so it might take you two, three weeks to recover. Gotcha. Are you, are you just saying it? No, no. I, I got um, what it made me think of, and maybe you can bring it. Yeah, uh, I'm at the point where the I'm house. ready to bring it back to the house, but okay. yeah. But um, I want to make sure you yeah, had yeah, your questions I think, answered. I think I'm, yeah. Um, so we were listening to um, Melissa Maker the other day, and she's a cleaning expert. She was talking about the differences between like normal everyday cleaning, and then there was seasonal. Um, well, that's not where I wanted to take it. Okay. Okay. Um, can yeah, can wait, I close, no, you close can, my, you can and then close you can, you can close then that. you can go in tandem with it. Okay. okay, so I have found this theory very encouraging personally because we have had a personal disruption mm-hmm. in our life two weeks ago. Um, I think it's three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah, and the um, we don't have infinite capacity. So as we picked up or did the things we needed to do to address the personal disruption yeah, and, uh, or even to rest more because we needed to. Instead of calling it like, um, what do you so call we, it? we had, we had, um, we had family matters that kind of disrupt that, that kind of, um, we were putting our, 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 um, our attentions towards that, that thing to, to, um, yeah, we're um like what's it was disrupting. Disruption? Well, I, I wanna make sure it's not like like um I don't know. Sorry, this is persons linguistics involved were not Oh, we're not I wanted to make sure it yeah. wasn't communicated. It was like So you know. someone that means a lot to our family yeah. is in the hospital. Yes. I can say it that way. Yeah. And so with that and me living near this said person who means a lot to me, um in that sense, it disrupted. As in, yes. our daily rhythms were impacted. Yes, we couldn't keep up on laundry. Or um, if I'm not at the, so Matt and I do our best to keep up on our household chores. But obviously, if I have less time available, Matt can't suddenly do everything I was doing in that same amount of time. And so we had a a blip, right? And so it t- typically, what I've noticed is it takes us about two to three weeks for us to get caught back up mm-hmm. when that happens yeah and there's been times where i get angry about it or frustrated 
um, discouraged that this is my reality, that we're living in a messy house. How, how dare this happen? Right. And so, um, I response time that you and I don't have instantaneous capacity. You and I don't build our life around being able to instantly clean 24 seven until the job's done. We don't want to design our life to be like that in the first place. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I can, I can accept it takes us two to three weeks to recover, I guess three weeks from when a interruption occurs to our daily rhythms. Yeah. I just found a lot of hope in that. And then I just thought it would be a good thing to, I don't know that we could expound upon. Yeah, that that's good. And I've, I've had, um, I think recently for myself and for other, um, uh, loved ones around me, I've, I've noticed this. Um, I think, I think even it, even it happens when we like, we do something like as simple as vacation, um, coming back from that kind of, because we're not doing normal things, we come back from that and it takes some time to, yeah, to get back in step with the way things normally go, which I think is a good thing. I think the normal, like having those normal rhythms are great, but I think they can be set up as gods or whatever if we are, if when we are interrupted, they become, um, they become that thing that, um, that throws us completely off a rocker. Well, it's the systems and the rhythms are meant to serve us, yeah. not us to serve yeah. them. Yeah. And so with it comes the wisdom of knowing when to adjust, maybe. Yeah. Man, man, or Sabbath was meant for man, not man for the Sabbath. Hmm. Yeah. And I think that's something I like with, um, even through this, we've kept pretty true to Sabbath. I would almost say, like, I know I've personally rested more just when I'm emotionally, I'll just say upheaval. There's upheaval emotionally. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to get better. I'm not angry cleaning so that I can be cleaning from a rested, contented, like a joyful as in like Christ filled place mm-hmm. when I'm cleaning Yeah. and you've given me room to do that. So that means I've needed actually more rest than typically I yeah. do. Um, but whether we have vacation or other things like that, that can disrupt our daily rhythms to get caught back up, um, I'm like coming, I'm entering a place of being okay with, it takes us three weeks. That's good. Yeah. And I, like the must do's are getting done. Yeah. Um, but just some things are getting backed up. Yeah. I'm, it's interesting cause I'm, I, I you know, I, I had this long season where I was taking care of the kids, uh, pretty much like, like the, during the weekdays by myself and then I went into um, this recent season where I've been starting to work again and do some of the things that I, um, that you know I, I, you know, being productive in a different way mm-hmm. is how I would put it. And it's been interesting because being a stay-at-home parent, uh, it almost sometimes feels like it's all the time, to- like that things are like you're on all the time. And now that I've been off. 
it's interesting because the when I get towards Thursday, Friday, I've noticed more of a wrestle with the letting go into the, like into the Sabbath or whatever. Um, but I, I think once I'm in it, I recognize how, how good it is. And I think to bring it back to the, what we were originally talking about is I think that this, this season particularly for me has been unique in that I was always risk averse to, um, I always liked to work with a margin. I always like to have a buffer in time uh, so that I, I had time between different events. And I think that's a good thing. I think especially some people I know that they need more of that in their life. I know for me, I think it's good to have a little, not like less of that, but to recognize that it will not always be there in that situation. And that it will sometimes be a matter of working on the fly, of assessing my energy uh, in inconsistent moments. Well, an example of like, so Matt and I can be opposites in some way. And this is Mm -hmm. one where I brought productivity, efficiency, and maximize your time. So Matt would get to the movie theater 30 minutes ahead of time or whatever ahead of time mm-hmm. or places of when you need to. And that's kind of that the margin would yeah. be an example or like how many things you're trying to plan in your day. And I think mine was like, oh, how much can I get done mm-hmm. in a day and like give it up to the last minute of leaving just barely in time to get there on time. Right. Um, and so I think we've like rubbed off each other. And that I do enjoy more margin. And then with us being a one car family, I take the bus to get to work. And that's one thing that's been really good for me over the last what two, three years is um, the waiting. But waiting for the bus. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. And um, being on the bus, I can use it as, I mean, I might do grocery shopping or meal planning. Yeah. But in general, like. I could just read my book, you know, and, um, it made me realize as an adult, how little of waiting we have to do Mm -hmm. versus being the one drive, like driving, doing the thing, Uh, not driving, like literally, but like, you're the one moving your agenda forward kind of thing versus I'm, you could say powerless, but you could also say I've been blessed with, I don't have to right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I've been really enjoying as we've embraced more Sabbath rhythms is that that same thought of I don't have to right now. Yeah. Like that's what the Sabbath reminds me is I don't have to right now. Mm-hmm. All this will wait for me. God's going to take care of us today. Yeah. What uh, so with with your work with the supply chain forget what it's called response time response time um it's it's a quantifiable thing too okay um how what's a like what's a kind of uh, a ground level kind of um takeaway or or like action call 
for our listeners, like as far as like. Well, I w- what I'll say what is, what would you do in what, yeah, okay. if, if, if question to ask yeah. our mm-hmm. listeners like you? Yeah. Um, so what in the business world, you can quantify, this is what my supply chain response time is based on how I structurally have put it in place. And then there's business decisions on if you need to change it or not. So maybe I need to install another line to get more capacity, but mm-hmm. that takes money, yeah. right? So there's there's a trade-off when you start evaluating it. And so why I like to think of trade-offs, and this is probably also my economic side of the brain, is that it becomes back to choices. And so rather than be mad, mad at my supply, my response time, mm-hmm. I can actually say, no, I've optimized my decision-making. And part of that optimization is that this exists. <laughs> Like my, my response time is three weeks. Yeah. So in this instance of getting chores picked back up, we could have chosen to hire out some of the work for a bit to speed it up. Right. Yeah. Or I could have taken vacation days to tackle those things and not be worrying, like having work on those same levels. Yeah. We did not choose to like, both those are money choices. Mm-hmm. We chose not to. Yeah. And so then I can rest and knowing my output, my outcome of response time is exactly optimal for our family. Yeah. And so my question for you guys is to reflect on, you know, have you noticed that in your own family's lives before your response time? If a disruption or vacation happens, how long does it take to get back into daily rhythms? Are there things that you want to adjust to make it faster or slower either way? Um, and if the answer is no, I guess in either situation, can you feel peace then? I, my hope is that you feel peace then and resting that you've optimized your decision for your family, for your life with what you have. Yeah. Is that good? That, yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Well, we hope that this has been encouraging and um, we uh, want to hear from you what you um what you heard in this episode what stuck out to you um what levers might you consider to adjust your response time in your family i like lever like levers i like dials i'm i'm big like the knobs like knobs and yeah switches and things like that yeah um mel you want to take the yeah so again comment like review follow us on instagram with ready and rested and we'd love to hear from you guys have a great week Thanks, guys. Love you.